fired up. The snap, the put down, the swing of the leg. It is on its way. It is good! Cincinnati wins the American Championship! Cincinnati, a 20-point win tonight in Kansas City. Cincinnati is legit. Welcome to the national scene, Wes Miller and the Cincinnati Bearcats with the win. And guess what? The Joe Burrow era is just beginning. Welcome back. There's another episode of Pardon the Punctuation, and we have a fill-in producer this week for one Ed Mayhall. I'm just a show crony. I'm not a producer. But I am Aaron Smith, <laughs> joined by Jeff Howell, your host of every Sunday morning's Bearcat Brunch, along with Dave Simone. Um, so Jeff, uh, it's been a week since we last did this. So yeah, it's been a good week. It's been all right, I guess. You know, I mean kids playing sports i must like fought a 14 year old ref i don't know if i talked about that at all i must fought 14 year old ref like in my head like i wouldn't actually do i'm not like a crazy parent and the things like in my head i was mad making some very poor calls in a nine nine u pony game <laughs> sure he was making big bucks to be out there that's why i just keep all the the jeers in my head instead of throwing them at a 14 year old that's spending his saturday morning out there refing huh. football well, that's certainly something. Um, Ed Ed is getting his truck's oil changed at something like that. Nine o'clock. Apparently, that's the thing that we do. Yeah, he said that they stay up until two a.m. You know, I, a, I, a real show, a real best producer in the city would have scheduled it for two a.m. so he could be here for the start of the show, or any <laughs> of the other six days of the week. I, it's it's certainly I, I I have never heard of he's he's claiming that it's because he in order to keep his powertrains warranty on his new truck he has to go back to the dealership to get his oil changed and I simply unless they're giving you free oil changes I don't see how they can force you to do that uh, uh, like what if you move I, I guess like really far away like do you have to your, drive like you just lose your warranty. I don't, I don't know if that's um, how it works. Unless you, I, I don't know, maybe unless you went to another Chevrolet dealership, but if that's the case, maybe go to one closer to Loveland. Yeah, I, I don't know. Hopefully when he gets here, um, we, he, we can can answer, he can answer those questions for us. That'd be great. Put that in the lightning round. Yeah, something about that, I guess. Ed's oil change. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Ed. The jokes write themselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to say that I'm grateful right now for Rachel's schedule. Yeah. That she is off the next two days. Because oh, okay. Maybe a little reprieve. Apparently the baby's decided that now that she can actually see, because I guess like for several weeks, they can't really see. All yeah. The it's like 
grayscale and blurry and all that. Well, you can definitely tell that she's alert and can look around and all that. Yeah. And now that she can see, she's like, yeah, I'm not sleeping. This is way too cool. I'm like, what are we doing here? Because she's she's fussy because she's not sleeping because she's tired. But she's like, I don't want to sleep. The only way she's sleeping is if she's like attached to me. And I'm like, I can't get anything done. I can't get any dishes done. I can't get laundry done. I can't. The things that you do when you stay home are not getting done because I have baby attached to me. And I'm like, hey, you need to get you need to get a uh, one of the little baby carriers. I have that, but she doesn't like that. She likes mm. to just lay down and sprawl out on my body, like on my chest. And I'm like, ah, oh. uh. like is she making? You, is she you making love all it. the trips back with you? No, just she's only made one back with me. Okay. Uh, but you know, you love it because you're like, oh, baby snugs are the best. You sleep like, how do you not fall asleep when you have a baby snuggling on you? I think that's like. You're supposed yeah. to do that anyway. From everybody tells me, um, but but yeah, like it's tough. Well, all right, I guess we can uh, blow up the intro on that one um, and move into Cincinnati, New York. Yeah, they played a game. They did a little, uh, little little Bengals in the Big Apple as oh. they took on Sauce. And the New York Jets. Is that a, is that a bit like watching family members fight? No, because they had Joe Flacco at the helm, so you just kind of felt bad because they were outmatched. Oh, uh, I know, but he doesn't. He's not like. I'm not saying like the Jets and the Bengals are like family members fighting. I was more so like Sauce VR receivers it was a bit like family members fighting. A little bit. I mean. Because at the end, they very clearly there was like a clip at the end of the uh, the game where they were like, like uh, Sauce and, and Jamar were on the field, kind of like, you know, just talking and hamming it up a little bit. And yeah, I retweeted it. I said, you know, game respect game, right? Because I, I think they did, even though they both got chippy with each other. Sauce oh. is clearly talking shit in the NFL. Oh, he was he was, he was like pulling the train horn at one point, <laughs> which then Jamar went to his signature move, which is to snap the mouthpiece. And he went to snatch the mouthpiece, and Sauce was like, "Nope." I still think that the where he did the snow angel on mm. the field, uh, I think that was pi. Oh, it was one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But ha- here's the thing, Sauce, Sauce got a. I mean, he would, he was really good, obviously in college. Like we know that, right? I mean, he always, he always like kind of borderline, like he ran that border between like. If a ref wanted to be like super ticky tack, right? He could throw some things on. So, and I think that I mean, a lot of like really, really good cover corners, you get that like where they like they they, they hide they dance all over the line between PI yes. and good defense, and, and they yeah. they hide and they hide the the PIs that you only see on like super slow mo, where you're like he was undressing him down the sideline. Like what okay, the heck? So it wasn't just me where I'm like. Eh. Come on, like, but no flag. You get to do a snow angel or a, a turf yeah, angel. Whatever I, I don't you want to call it. I, I don't blame him for being excited because he knows he got away with one too. Like, oh, absolutely. And you know what? Like uh, the little the little bear cat in my heart was like, yay! But then you know, this is the Bengals, so like, yeah, you like, had two shoulders, right? I'm like, right. I don't know which one's the angel, and which one's the devil. 
uh, but, it's a Bengal tiger and a little bear cat. Right. <laughs> that's about how it comes down to. And sometimes, you know, you, you gotta, you, you could kind of see where the game was going to go. So you're like, all right. Uh, I guess I can be happy that Sauce was able to. Because like, I still don't want him to give up like touchdowns, you know? Like a, I want that, that mystique there because also, like, there's still people tweeting out like craziness, like, Derek Stingley better. Get out of here. I hear that Derek Stingley I haven't even heard that dude's name since the season started I mean he's I guess he's got like pretty decent like got pretty decent numbers he's in Houston oh so I mean Sauce is in New York like the Jets these things are different different but the same just not good speaking of not good Joe Burrow had two terrible games coming into this game awful and by his own measure even yeah oh yeah, yeah. and he, he finishes this game 23 of 36 for 275 three touchdowns i don't know how the qbr actually works but ends up with a 57.9 qbr even though he was 23 of 36 for 275 no interceptions that seems awfully low when i believe you top out at one what, 116, I think. It's in the hundreds. I know that for a fact. But in the lower hundreds. It's not like... Yeah, I mean... It's not like the college QBR where you go to like 340 or something ridiculous. Yeah, um, I, I don't know how that works. And I'm actually going to go ahead and mark that down in my head and uh, ask uh, one Dave Simone about it on, on Sunday. Or maybe, maybe you guys can chit-chat about it a little bit quickly on the... Uh, PCJ tomorrow because I feel like he would understand how that works a little bit better. Chad's got basketball practice tomorrow, so I don't know how much room there's going to be for like random Extra, yeah, extracurriculars. If Maybe I'll just wait till Sunday then, and we can learn about it. Have a little master class. Uh, mo- more improved than Joe though was the defense, or I'm sorry, the offensive line, as they only gave up two sacks this week, and I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you you, had, you were telling me in the pregame that PFF only credits them for having given up one sack. No, no, no. They they right. they put up they put up three sacks, and everybody was like there was only two, and they credited two offensive linemen. I don't know who they were. They credited two offensive linemen with one of the sacks, so they were both credited with giving up a sack. Right. So it looked like three, but really there were only two sacks. Right. My point is, they only gave up one sack. Joe Burrow gave up the other sack. No, they credited the line with all of them. All three? Two. Well, two. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, they hit the they hit the line with now this was I get the it. first this was the first game uh where Burrow wasn't credited with any of the the sacks that he took. Which weren't many this time. So that's great. That's gotta bring down his uh his projected sack number from hundred and eleven or whatever it was. Great. Googly moogly. Uh, the running game is still a concern. However, they had 28 rushes for 69 yards, largely because Joe Mixon averaged two, two yards a carry on his 12 carries. I guess he had an ankle injury. I did that see came that. came out like after, after the fact. If that's the case, though, the hell are you running him out there for? Like, why? Yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't in that, that final, like the, the final drive to like, sap all of the clock out um 
And I know it was a throwback game for Samaj P. Ryan where he ran the ball nine times for 47 yards. So he was largely responsible for the running game doing anything. Yeah, I mean he looked he looked like a man on a mission in that on that yeah. last the last drive, yeah. Because Chris Evans is coming after his job. You think? I, I know one of these players is being paid far more than the other. But they they're completely different skill sets. Unless Chris Evans starts to block really well, and then you need to run like a man on a mission. Yeah. No, I mean, I look. I, I know that Samaje Piran's gotten okay. A lot of people, I think, unfairly go after Samaje Piran. Um, I think because of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And, and you know, you go back and look at that, and you're like. Like if you look at it from all angles, like that ball wasn't getting caught like without somebody having like fifteen foot arms. It just it didn't it didn't have a chance. It just only didn't. when we finally saw the angle that you couldn't get to it physically by by every definition of physics. Yeah. No and that didn't come out until, <laughs> until, until after like every, two two, three weeks after, <laughs> after everyone, everyone had, had shit all over him. Had come after him like you know, whatever. So, yes. It back to to Mixon being hurt. He is back healthy, um, at least per Yahoo Fantasy. Um, so, hopefully, we start seeing you know some more of the old Mixon. But I, you got to think that he's uh he's gonna have some lingering issues. Here's the thing, Jeff. You're on a short week. Very short week. And you had an ankle injury, and you're a running back. Yeah. You want to tell me that? Two days later, he's all better. Uh, there's some wonderful things that can get. Uh, I understand. Pumped into I, that ankle. I get it. Uh, that said, though, I don't know that if I'm Zach Taylor and my running back does have an injury, is dinged up, that I'm letting them know to prepare for Samaje Pirine or this Chris Evans. It's true. Especially considering you had Charlie, it was Charlie Goldsmith. Is that uh, his name? Tweet tweeting out the, the tweeting uh, out that Joe's passing. There was, there was a lot of that. A lot of people were tweeting that out, like and putting videos. I don't know. Wh- I don't know why we have open media during a game week where you have a game four days after your last game. I don't. The media doesn't need to be there. You can come for the post post practice presser, and that's it. Like I I look forward to them having a bubble where you can't just watch from over the bridge uh, if they're on the practice field. I don't know. If, oh, do I they, see what you're saying. Yeah. From where where it's all totally open and you can yeah. like, sneak up in the bushes and look through the fence. As you don't have to sneak. To, you can just walk on the sidewalk on the yeah. bridge. Or as opposed to being inside a bubble that mm-hmm. could keep privacy if you so prefer, if you prefer it that way. Yeah. Um, like, are you know, thinking? I, are you thinking that they were what, going? The to video split? that we're ta- the video that we were talking about though is is Joe was apparently passing the ball to offensive linemen um, during practice, after practice. I think it was during practice, right? Mm-hmm. It was like yeah. at the end. It looked like it was at the end. Um, but that's an odd thing to put out there again during a short week. Like, I get that you're media, but do you really need to report? Everything, I don't know. 
Maybe maybe people like maybe the rules are different at UC than they are for the Bengals because I know like when we're watching practice, there's certain things we're not allowed to tweet out. Like what you're doing on the field as it's happening. It appeared like the videos that came out, it almost looked like it was some sort of like lineman competition because I think there was a quarterback, I'm assuming it's probably like Brandon Allen or whatever, like down by the end zone throwing one direction and then Burrow was throwing back the other oops, back the other direction um, on the other sideline. So I don't know if they were having some kind of like end of practice, like we get out of here early if or like we're not going to do extra whatever if kind of thing. I know that, you know, like in, uh, in, in colleges and stuff, sometimes they do that. Like if the lineman can make a 35 yard field goal or kick an extra point or whatever, like we get out of here early. So I don't know if it was that or if they were just screwing around, like if, you know, the the wideouts and whatnot had had their fill of catching passes. So they're like, hey, why don't you guys go out there and run like half speed? Yeah, just the whole thing's weird. Um, I hope it's not a play that they plan on running. Um, well, they weren't they weren't in any kind of formation. Like there was no like line, like there was no anything. They were just like over on the side, like. I mean, even even still, like I guess it wouldn't surprise me if it was maybe a play that they ran during camp at some point when it was closed media and decided to bring it out and just wanted to make sure the guy's hands were ready. Or, hear me out, this gets tweeted out. They have a red zone play where one of these guys comes in and lines up or declares themselves eligible. Now the Miami Dolphins are thinking, oh, we saw he's eligible. They don't go that way. I don't know that our offensive coordinator is that smart. Reverse, reverse psychology. I I, I don't know that our offensive coordinator is that smart. (laughs) To have the media leak out these guys catching passes and then bring a guy in on a, like a, an extra big set. And then I'm not talking about Brian Callahan. Hey, look, he's here. Hey, guys. How's it going? Well, we're talking about we're talking about the Bengals. So we're on that section. So Perfect. Excellent. We'll talk here. about your other issues later. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Just think about it. Go ahead, Aaron. You were talking about Brian Callahan. Well, I was I was just saying that I, I don't think it I'm not talking about Brian Callahan as being the one who's mm. not smart enough. Do you think that like there was a there was a quote from Burrow that um kind of like I don't know if it got misinterpreted, but that like at the beginning of the game against the Jets that um Callahan was calling the plays. I I hope that's true. Weird that we win a game. What what's happening? And I have no idea what that is over there. I don't either. Where? In the comments. Oh. We weird weird. We're doing a show, Ed. Yeah, stay home, guys. Stay home. Okay. Bye, bye, John Vlog. John Vlog. Oh, you blocked him. Five minutes. I don't know what was happening. Like none of that added anything to the show. He was. It totally threw everything off right there. That's weird. Get out of here. 
DFA. You come back in five minutes and we'll see if you can still talk. Jesus. Anyway. Ed, what, Ed, what were your thoughts since you're just getting here and you are you haven't heard our thoughts yet? What were your thoughts on the game on Sunday? Yeah, if you guys want to be uh, super honest, I uh, I didn't get to watch the game. I got to listen to it, but I was at soccer, soccer tournaments all weekend. So they have these these crazy things called phones. Yeah, you would think that, right? But if anybody has been to soccer tournaments at the Warren County Sports Park, there is absolutely zero to no service out there. Um, at least on the fields that we were on in the middle fields and the side fields, there's some service because I got to listen to the Bearcats game before the game are you, started. Are you, a, are you a coach on the team again? No, I'm not a coach. So here's what you should have done. These are legitimate players. You don't. I'm not a coach for those. Maybe you should have FaceTimed the game on your phone and then I, I watched think, the game at home. Yeah, here's the part you. I think you might have missed. Oh, you, you want me to FaceTime my son's game so I can watch <laughs> the Bengals game at, at home? 100%. Okay, well, I got to. I listened to the second half. No, no wonder. You, no, you, I guess. I guess you. You almost got lucky enough to miss the whole Bengals segment because you didn't watch the game. Well, wait till we get to. Hey, wait till we get to the. Wait till we get to the Bearcats segment. I see what you're doing now. Oh, Jesus Christ! You watch. Do you know that this is a sports podcast, Ed? I do, but you know what? Sometimes there's other priorities that come up that I have to, you know, I have to take care of. If you're taking vacation for a weekend, you should let your partners know. I love this. Okay, so from what you listened to, Ed, and, from what and, the art, to. and the articles that you've read since, what are your thoughts on yeah, the game? Articles I've read. That's good too, Jeff. Uh, you know, it sounded like Burrow felt a little bit more comfortable in the pocket. Um, it sounded like uh, you know the 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 O line was was protecting. Um, you know that I guess they kind of slowed down in the second half, or was that the Bearcats game? But both, uh, good. So I was I was there. Good, um, but you know, it sounds like they had a pretty good game. I hate you so much. Solid week. Look, I told you it's it's fine. I'm put I'm posting the show on Facebook. So I'm sure Jeff didn't do that as a as a producer. I didn't because I already didn't said, even claim to be the producer. <laughs> I said I'm a show crony. That's what I said. Jeff's over here trying to say that I missed the first quarter of Miami, but I watched it on my phone. Just didn't get to watch it on a big TV. And so I would have watched it on my phone, if, again, if I would have had some service, but I didn't have service. Okay, tell, moving tell on. Your, tell your kid to play in better reception tournaments. Super nice tournament. I mean, it's a super nice facility. It just didn't have service. I don't know if it's because it's by an airport. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. In any case, what did you guys think about the game? How, how did well, you guys already, feel? Like, are, okay, are, all right. We, very, very, very we talked about your yeah. part. I got you. Yeah. We were trying to bring you into the conversation. Yep. Did Joe Flacco look just like absolutely awful? Or yes. was I like. He's I mean, washed. Just real bad. Washed. Like, I can't believe that this man has a Super Bowl ring. Of course, there was the whole power outage and everything that went along with that when he won his Super Bowl ring, but. Okay. This is from the Philippines, again. guys. No, they, that's that same guy back again. Oh. It always the Philippines. Yay, us. I don't, I don't like that at all. Um, 
So yeah, that's really throwing me off. Ed, you got to just kick those dudes out when they pop I'll, in. I'm watching for it. You kicked it out before I could do it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, Jeff, where are we at on the timer? We are huh? well. We're only we've only been live for 24 minutes, as that's in the top left corner. If you were confused, right? But if if you remember from the first time we did this, the timer doesn't start from there. It starts from when you're done doing your intro and we start talking about football. Well, you're the producer. Well, we blew it up at five minutes, Ed. So we're sure 15 minutes in. There you go. Well, you guys can handle the show when I'm getting an oil change. I didn't ask for any of this. God. Jeff says defenses, G offices, defenses win Super Bowls. How do you guys yeah. feel about that? Well, we'll we'll get to we can get to that that side of the the ball in a minute. Um on offense, we've gotten through Burrow looking more like regular Burrow, uh, where he was making plays happen whenever I mean I thought he had a pretty a pretty decent pocket. Um he scrambled whole, well for, for the like, whole game. He, he there was once or twice where he almost scrambled himself into a sack. Yeah, and I, I think I think you'll have that a couple like a few times with him. Um as we've talked about before, he here's my question. That, here's my question to you though, Jeff, as we're talking about the offensive line. Okay. How many games did it take this offensive line to get Joe down to two sacks? Three. Weird. How many games are there in the preseason? Three. Huh. Three. That's crazy talk. Have we I would have never that? guessed that it took only three games to gel. And so that, that's how many you have. Whoop. And we decided to say, nah, we're good. Yeah. And like, and well, he also had his, his, his. I'm not talking about Joe. Okay. You're talking about the line. About the O line gelling together. Sorry. I, an, I, I don't mean to yell at you, Ed. I'm just. Very upset with the poor, piss poor decision making of this be, coaching this staff is, at times. This is now what for the fourth, three, third week in a row. I mean, we brought it up what? during preseason, saying like, "Is it going to be? Could this be an issue? Whatever." But like, if they had played together, if this offensive line had played together the last two or three seasons, even if this was, if you're returning four or five pieces from the Super Bowl, I'm not nearly as concerned as I am with one returning piece. One. Yeah. I mean, and, and then you go out and you get, and obviously like if anybody listens to the show at any point, like we've talked about it a lot, but like you go out and you get some guys that should be, I mean, okay. Like nobody thought that they were going to have a pro ball offensive line, but oh, as long as they dudes. move, as long as they move from like the bottom of the barrel to like midway up the barrel, you thought that, you know, you would get kind of like the, what you saw on Sunday. PFF currently has them ranked as the 25th best offensive line in pass protection. I thought I saw it was higher than that, but that could I be. I believe that I just read a tweet uh, like within the last 10 minutes. I'm, I'm going off what I thought, what I thought I just read, um, okay. but it was, the, I know we were ranked 25th. I don't know if that's entire offensive line or just pass protection. Um, that's the only part that I'm fuzzy on. Um, 27 is Miami. So I believe it is pass protection. And I think that's why the tweet was out there. Okay. I mean, I, I've seen. And, I want to say know, it was good. We, we can, we can, we can get into uh, talking about Miami here in a minute. Probably like, what touched on a couple of brief things is that, what, what I was going to get to with what you brought up with. Preseason. What, what did everybody say during the preseason last year? Reference to Jamar Chase. Way to go, Ed! You gave you gave Jeff Warren County's 
internet connection. Did my stuff go all crazy again? Yep. Is it still crazy? Nope. Okay. I don't know what happened. Did you did you did you switch to that Verizon full home no, internet? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Um I did that. I, I took I took one for the team, so we knew not to switch to that. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with mine. We've had some storms and things, so are you in Florida? Like in the last couple of months. No. <laughs> so you need to tell us you're in Florida away. right now? This is what I was trying to get away from, Aaron. Um totally throws me off. But what I was getting at is with your point to the preseason, what did everybody say about Jamar Chase during the preseason last year? Drop these. He couldn't see the football. So what it does seem like Jamar's not making so many of the crazy acrobatic catches he made starting into the season. So maybe if he got a couple preseason games to maybe get some of that out, some, knock some of the rust off before the season started, maybe that would have been helpful. Also calling pass interference on Sauce, but I digress. Hmm. I'm just saying that there seemed to have been a couple of them. Look, where T. Higgins was. hasn't had any issues. Except, right. except people running into his helmet on purpose. With the top of their helmet. The crown is how it's commonly referred to in the playbook. Yeah. Okay. When I want to get uh, into the weeds in the playbook, uh, we can talk about what constitutes a foot the, in bounds. I mean, look, I it was an acrobatic catch, as acrobatic a catch as you'll ever see. He was 15 feet in the air. If here's the thing is if he touches his toes and then can somehow ballet off of his toes and go into the air and land on his back, that's a touchdown. But because he landed on his heels, that's the rule. And I wasn't mad that it was called back. I knew it was getting called back. Even when they went to the booth to review it, I said it here to the 12 year old that I was watching the game with that that's getting called back. So in 2011, there was an article on pro football talk called in the NFL, a toe is a foot, but a heel isn't. And in it, they talk about there were, um, there are a couple plays similar to this. And they mentioned that this co- does come up every few years and folks have to be reminded of it. Um, the interpretation comes from something called the approved ruling 15.79 in the 2011 case book, which is something that is not, I guess, publicly available. So there's like the rule book and then there's a case book where I guess you where it's ca- like the addendums like, and yeah, like, like case by case basis that the referees know about. And so, you know, when they go secret handbook, right. So everybody at home is sitting there saying, well, if you catch a ball and you drag your toes and your toes drag out of bounds, but they started in bounds, that's catch. We see it all the time. They make highlight tapes upon highlight tapes of receivers toe tapping up and down the sideline. Well, usually it's a toe tap that doesn't drag out. It's a toe tap and then they lift their feet up and fall and, out. And fall out. Right. Which but goes also, back to the point got, that I made is if he if lands he, and ballets and lands on his back. like Touchdown. Touchdown. But I guess there's something in there that, that, that does say that, like, if your toes come down and then your heels touch and they are at any point out of, out of bounds, that's out of bounds. So the only thing that I don't like about this 
particular rule that I thought of that I have not seen anywhere. I've not seen anyone talking about this. I'm not sure this even has it come up in anybody's conversation. But you know those catches you see, especially in, on like a fade route where somebody catches it and then slides where they land and like they're, they're, maybe their hip hits, but it looks like their whole side is hitting. And more often than not, they give it to the guy because it looks like maybe their hip hit first and they can't really tell if it was their whole body hitting where the body was landing out of bounds and in bounds at the same time. They don't ever call that. They just call that a touchdown. Yeah. Like where the ass cheek kind of hits, but it's like maybe on the line, maybe not on the line. Don't really know, but we just going to give it to them. Like that's, that's the part where that's what bothers me is I feel like I've already seen this happen several times this season in Bengals games. Well, where somebody see, makes that, a, a catch close to a sideline and their like body is hitting both inbounds and out of bounds, not not like the forearm or seemingly the simultaneous, right? But they're giving it to him, and I, that's where I'm a little bothered. That's I guess that's where the only part where I get chapped is is where it's like if you're gonna call it like this, that's I get it, that's the rule, understandable. But then if you're sliding. I don't, I don't, and, and your body is so hitting out my, of bounds. My, at the same my time. thoughts are that this case book, which I didn't even know existed um, and is apparently not available to the public, um, is, is full of all of these like situations where, you know, depending on how they're feeling and if the ref is brushed up on his case book, um, you know, some things get, okay. you know, they, there's an, op- like, in all honesty, there's an opportunity there. Um, to kind of affect some things like how, you know, how, how tight to the rules, you know, if there's gray area in the rule and maybe there's something that addresses it in the case book, but they choose not to go by whatever that is. And they That's just why it's go not by available the, to the public, Jeff. They're all part-time. Right. Let's not forget. They're all part-time referees. None of them have this as a full-time job because God forbid we actually gave these guys full-time jobs and had to pay them benefits and, you know, do things like have, where they go to training courses and things throughout the week to give them an actual full-time job. Which then also brings up very soon after, which everybody tweeted about, and there was lots of argument on, the chase fumble. To me, to me, like, let's say, let's say he, he does that in the, in the end zone, right? then it would have to be called a touchdown because he possessed it in the end zone, right? It would have never been called a touchdown. Or I'm it sorry, it would have co- never been called a fumble. It would have been called an incomplete pass. They wouldn't have called it a touchdown. Correct. They would not, They would have said he did not possess it because as he was going to complete the catch, he didn't secure the ball. It just fell out onto the ground. He also right? would have no reason to make a football move in the end zone. True. But... I'm just saying, if that exact thing happens in the end zone, I agree. And the he's, ball, he's ends been up robbed the of turf, two touchdowns already this season. Great. I mean, obviously, that play didn't happen in the end zone. It happened in the middle of the field, and that's why they ended up calling it a fumble. Two catches, but, rather. One. Touch. But 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 to me, as he's turning and secure going to secure the ball, he doesn't have control. I mean, he said it himself. Obviously, he's going to say it like on the field there. But as he's going to pull the ball down, to me it appeared that he was like, as it was moving, he lost control and it just it fell out. And I didn't think he made any type of football move. 
obviously maybe I'm going to say that because I'm a Bengals fan, but to me, it's just one of those things about, uh, about football and the way rules are seemingly open to interpretation that can affect the game in That's pretty big ways. Situations no. are situational. So, I mean, like in baseball, obviously you've got like what seems to be we're heading towards like full automated calls of everything. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know that you can you can't really I do mean, that so much in we're, football. We're, A lot of it is gray area, but we're in the 2022nd year of our Lord, and we're still I we're using the eye test from a guy planting his foot using the eye test on the sideline, the, the line judge. And then we're in the middle of the field, eye testing that foot that was already eye tested with the ball where the center is going to move the ball anyway, before he sets up to actually hike the ball. When we could be doing this all with chips, why are we not using microchips to determine where the ball actually should be placed? It, none of this makes sense. I 100% agree with you on that. Like, why haven't we had that technology yet? Like, we talk about robots calling balls and strikes in baseball, but we can't put sensors in the ground. Like, how is that not a thing? We have you sensors. Wanna, that you want to shorten the game? Let's not have the chain gang run out and have to measure to see if it's a first down or not. Exactly. We can get calls made so much more. Like, you put a sensor in the ball, and you know you can put a sensor in the ball. That's not going to be an issue. XFL will do it. Both ends of a football. Yeah. One chip. Not a problem. And you put a sensor like you. When is it a touchdown? It's when a, it crosses the line. It the, seems like such simple technology. Why isn't this done yet? But you know who will do it first? No, the XFL. You want to know why it's not done? Why? Vegas. Okay, there's that point. There's that point. I mean, we got people flying drones over the stadium, but we can't get sensors on the ball. Well, that's also not allowed. Well, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, the, the, the other thing you've got. The other thing you've got is um, like in big races, in big races they've got uh, they. Amen, they, Jason. Amen. They did have a they did have a camera angle because they showed after, it. But, after they already reviewed. Yeah. I just don't understand why they showed the camera angle. Secret yet. camera angle. Why? Why? Why is why is all of the camera studies being done in New York and not in several places around the country? Yeah, there's not, not a secret. Not in the place where you're playing a fucking football game. And why aren't there why aren't there cameras that shoot straight down uh, the goal line on on both ends of the field? Why and do we always have be. an angled? Why do we always have an angled from the view pylon. at the like at this weird angled view at the goal line? Billion dollar industry can't figure out where to put cameras to make this job easier on everybody. Why? Because Vegas. I, I mean, you would ruining everything for us. I, I don't know. It, it is very, it is very, um, legacy. Like I, I have my irritating. foil hat on. It's fine. I, I, I mean, everybody gets irritated about it. Cause like at some point during the season, your team is going to score or be scored upon where you're like, there's no way. And if there was a camera there, you'd be able to tell that, but they didn't put a camera there. Like the angle we found out about Jamar chase in game, what, game one. Where he scored the touchdown before overtime. Well, that was a that was a photographer. Yeah, well, that was over still, there. it would have happened if you had cameras set up in the right places. Well, you had a you had an official that was right there. Well, it was literally like three feet away. Get, 
I've I've already had that rant before, but why are they all 65? Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I'm not going to be seeing as well at 65 as I'm seeing right now. Why are we toting out these 65, 70-year-old men? What are we doing? Huh? Come on. That's how it's always been done, Aaron. Uh, we haven't talked <laughs> about defense. <laughs> the baseball rule. Defense played very well. They They only allowed 12 points. This defense has been fantastic this season. Uh, Logan Wilson had an inter- interception. I know and how people, well was that disguised? People are talking about him being maybe a top top three, top five coverage linebacker in the league. I don't know oh, who you're. I don't know who I, you're putting above him, but I'm taking Logan Wilson all day. That was. It still wasn't a hold. It was not a hold. And then we have. a championship but and let's but, talk about Akeem Davis Gaither. He he's been sneaky good. He was sneaky good last year before he got injured. 13 13 total tackles, nine solo, one tackle for loss. Led the team. We're not used to this team developing linebackers. We we had I mean call Ray Malugo what you want. He was I, I, in my estimation, he was above average, and that's about where I'll leave him. Uh, Keith Rivers, he was good. Takeo Spikes was fantastic, better when he left here, as is usually the case, especially in San Francisco. Looking to you, Justin Smith. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and, and of course, you know, Odell Thurman, if he didn't have drug issues, um, maybe. We're looking at a different trajectory. Um, and, and of course, everyone's favorite, Vontez Perfect. But generally speaking, this team does not actually have linebackers that develop in this system. So it's good to see Akeem Davis Gaither. It's good to see uh, Logan Wilson develop and even uh, Jermaine Pratt. They've all developed as what third fourth fifth round picks none of them were were first rounders and between the three guys i think we're sitting on at least the better half of the league as far as linebacking cores go yeah look i mean when you when you go down the kind of the defensive front there and i like to include all of that Obviously, DJ Reader going down hurts, but oh, he he's been graded out as the as the best nose tackle in the in the league. It, like I said, obviously DJ Reader going down hurts, um, and but it, but I guess it's only supposed to be about a month as opposed to done. Well, if it's a, if it's an MCL sprain, it could be two to six weeks. And he seemed like after the game, he was like, "Well, didn't they say he, didn't... He, he only went back to the locker room and watched the rest of the game because they had the game." kind of in hand well because they they told him they didn't want him um standing on it like standing because of his knee jason they didn't want him standing on it the estimations i've seen are about four weeks so i'm gonna say i've seen two to six so four is right there in the middle so that makes sense um you got trey hendrickson two and a half sacks that dude was in the backfield the entire game well he had he had four QB hits on top of the two and a half sacks. I don't know if they, I don't think they count a QB hit, a sack as a QB hit. No. How many hurries did he have? Uh, 
that's not listed here. All right. But I would agree. They were seemingly in the living in the backfield. Yeah. Well, and I know I know that the Jets have had to repiece their offensive line, and I only know that because of all the sauce retweets. The Jets are constantly in my timeline. Well, I think they I think they also um since the since Sunday, I think they've gone out and signed an, another like a new offensive lineman to replace McDermott, who I, I couldn't tell you who that was one way or the other, but that was the name I saw all the Jets people because they're in my in my timeline for the same reason. They're probably in yours. Yep. Um but I guess this I, McDermott I get, guy get, is not very all, good. All, and the, so, all the Jets and, and Colts talk in my timeline. Yeah. Oh, dude. All of the Jets and Colts talk. Let's yeah, yeah. The Falcons here, talk I'm is, here for it. The Falcons talk has disappeared uh because there hasn't been anything to tweet about retweet about Des. Yeah. So yeah. it's apparently gone by the wayside. No, I still follow the uh the guys that the guys that uh the show Jeff was on. I forgot the name of the show. Well, I'm, I'm not saying people like I, I just get these random tweets that you may oh, enjoy yeah. or whatever. Like yeah. Recommended tweets because yeah. you interact with all the other tweets. When I get those, are, they're usually like three days late. They're still there though. Yeah. Let me throw there. a name out to you and yeah, throw me it. like Joseph Asai. I'm a little bit surprised that it's he seemed fairly quiet thus far. I don't know if he's just not getting a lot of like. Well, so here's one thing that I've noticed with Lou Anarumo, and I compare this to the Cincinnati Bearcats because these are the two teams that I cover more than anybody. Uh it doesn't seem to me that the Bengals are rotating the defensive line nearly at the same clip that the uh, Bearcats do. Now, the Bearcats are rotating. You've seen it, Jeff. I mean, the Bearcats are rotating this defensive line. Like almost uh, hockey, at, hockey style. I mean, they're, they're whole lines. Whereas the Bengals are, it seems like, and even if you don't look at the defensive line, even if you look at like the corners, Lou's come out what after week two and said, the reason you haven't seen Dax Hill is because I'm not going away from these. These guys are all starters for a reason. They're going to get the job done. They won the job. And you have to know how everybody else around you is going to play in order to amplify each other's play. That's Whereas I, I just don't think we're going to see rotation the same um, Although I guess depending on, I mean, who who filled in for Reader when he came out? Uh, was it Tupo? I don't know. Maybe. maybe? I was I running know. errands to make smoked grill or smoked uh, macaroni and cheese and dealing with a crying baby while there was also soccer going on, but I stayed home to watch the game. Just saying. Point, Aaron. All right. Uh, Wait a minute. So is Wait a, oh, I, I, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, wait a minute. No, 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 no you should, it's, you should, his son does play soccer, thank you. you my, my other son does, yeah. Yeah, keep up with the co-workers, please. I sat I, I sat and watched I watched I actually watched most of the Bengals game Sunday uh at the soccer field. So Wish I Chad, Chad says BJ Hill. Thank you, Chad. Okay. Thanks, Chad. Except I thought he was the other guy on the line, so I don't Did he slide over? 
Maybe. Are we running three four now? I have no idea. Three three. Are, are we on the three three five? Yeah, I I hate the three three five. I just hate it. I don't like it at all. Uh, and then you had Evan McPherson with a very odd well, miss at the end of the game. I did want to mention the special teams, just in that the fact that they they looked way better. Clearly, the the snapper got some things right. How how uh, Adamitis? Sure. That's his name. I don't I don't care as long as he gets. <laughs> hey, if he's doing the job, I should never know his name unless yeah. he has awesome flowing hair and looks like the dude from Office Space. Uh, he does have crazy like long hair. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, he actually just looks like. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yep. If for the for those who were actually listening, Jeff is saying okay. Yep. To they were throwing Carter Sample and Osai inside when oh, Reader yeah. went down too. For for yeah. those of you who are only on the auditory platform, hey, you're, you're like, you're like, why does Jeff sound like his mic's cutting out? That's why. That's um, why. It's because he has that Verizon internet again. Uh, that's no, not true. No, he's he's too used to being on YouTube shows only because Sunday mornings. Isn't that one audio too? Nope. Maybe. It is. I don't it goes to SoundCloud something. There's whatever. too much happening over. You don't even know. The B, the BCJ <laughs> Empire is growing so quickly and so large I, that it's actually I, really it cool. is it, it's understandable, Aaron. Yeah, that's that, fair. That you would have understandable. I'm okay. producing somewhere around twelve hours of content. Aaron 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 gets up in the morning and he's like, "I'm gonna hit the live button. I might not be I might not be around." <laughs> <laughs> One day, Chad will hire a real producer. I, I, look, my I look like I've been punched in the face every Sunday morning. No, Aaron does a great job. Some okay. would say, some would say, best producer in the city. <laughs> Not a lot of people would say that. I don't think. <laughs> I had uh, in any case, Bengals played Miami on Sunday. Um, obviously, you've had the comments from. Uh, Tyreek Hill about I can't wait for Eli Apple. Yo, like at least he's saying the like are I, for real. At, at least he's saying like I owe you, right? Like yeah. To me, that's saying you got me, but I, you know what I mean? Like I'll take it. Uh, like let's not pretend for a second he didn't know that they were playing the Bengals on Thursday. The Dolphins are for real, but Tua. Should not have come back know. in that game. Yo, he was dude, was yes, thank you. They should have launched Look, an investigation. For, I'm very curious what the penalty is for throwing a quarterback back in after he can't walk. He's clearly not able to stabilize he had, his own. He had a he own. had a bad ankle, a bad ankle. First he had a bad back. Now it's a bad ankle. Well, he looked like a deer, yeah. and he was like I, this. He's like this, seen, he's like this, but it's his ankle and his back. We've all seen that like wobbly deer giraffe right after oh, they're yeah. born where they yeah, can't giraffe, walk. Yeah. Like that's what he looked like. Look, we we've all seen boxing matches and MMA fights where dudes get rocked and they have done. no idea where they're at. And the ref calls it, no, he's done, he's done, he's done. <laughs> but instead they let they let them like hold Tua up and bring him up like weekend at Bernie's and what's, stand him like <laughs> What's the ref's name with the braids in the UFC? Like I I need him on the sidelines running out to be like, no, call it off. He's <laughs> right, he's done. Right. Get him out of here. It was like and honestly, like if they want if they want the world to like take them seriously about like player safety and like the whole CTE thing and all that kind of stuff, like you see a dude well, like that, you can I, I know, Aaron, 
but you can't let that guy go back in the game. Well, don't have team hired doctors being the ones that are taking care of the players. Like, and I say that, I say that as like, I'm not real sure. Like, I'm not real sure that T Higgins should have been back in the game after the that, especially when he gets up. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Go away. I can't come out. Like, I get it. I, I completely agree with you, but it should not be team employed doctors right. that are evaluating the players. They should be third party doctors on a rotation basis, never going to the same game, two games in a row, like, or just figure it out. It still get paid. By Vegas. I like how you brought that. That's that's called full circle. That's this is this is where you should have actually hit the the siren, and that that would have been well, that would have been awesome. What's so siren? I I want to bring up I want to bring up like two more things here real quick. Um, the better make it quick. Uh, um, <laughs> wow, Ed. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So the the Jets only had like one snap in cover two. Whereas, like Jason, Cal- I, I simply can't agree with you. I'm sorry. It's it's not team employed doctors. They're hired by the NFL and are independent. Right now, it's not looking like they're independent. Yeah, it's a little. Oh, it, not it, after. It, yeah, not after the other day. Yeah, it's a little sus. But back back to what I'm saying here about the the Jets only played one one down and cover two. I saw, and the first two weeks, uh, the Steelers and Cowboys played like a combined like sixty snaps in cover two. So I don't know that, you know, are we going to see that now Miami is played minimally in the cover two thus far, um, which has obviously given our guys some fits, um, but they are also like towards the really bottom of the bad. league, they, they, the bottom very of the league in, in, I think, in I think past 31, defense. 31, 29, something like that. Like it's, it's pretty really far. bad. They're also really, apparently really bad in there. Like not maybe average in run defense, like maybe middle of the road. So it'd be great to get a running game going that we haven't seen all season. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? We're always, we're always here to pick the bills up whenever they, when, when they need a little bit of help, you know, I love that meme, the Rocky meme. Where maybe they'll send us again. How was that? Now? The other Cincinnati team, Played Indiana this week. And it wasn't sad. It was a great game, Ed. What you just did there. Yeah, because it was over and we were moving your, your on. Your hat looks like the year 2000. It looks like, it looks like did that one. Did you go one... to the flea market and get that hat? No, this is a brand new style for this year. It I mean, looks it's, like like the, it's a it repop. Looks... That, yeah, it looks like the old like UC hats and stuff. Like, yeah, this is, you can buy these brand new at the lids. I just got this uh, the outlet last week. That particular some... hat, yours in particular, makes me hate the bee that much more. Hey, I'm not a big fan of the bee. <laughs> I do like that it's a snapback. Okay, going moving on to uh, Bearcats and Indiana, which. Uh, I think Aaron has discussed at length. Um, I've discussed at length thus far um, in the last few days. Ed, what are your thoughts? This is another situation that I ran into at the soccer fields where uh, I got to listen to the first. I got to listen to the first. All right. I'm going to stop you right there. Drive. Where 
Are how many how many tournaments do you have at this particular soccer park the rest of the season? This is the last one at this particular soccer Thank park. God, yeah. the next one was at Indiana. I just want to make sure this wasn't like your home tournament where we're going to have to deal with this like every other week or sometimes two weeks in a row. No, no, this is this is actually a really nice soccer park, but this is I don't this, doubt this, it. This particular this particular soccer park will not be played at again in 2022. Wonderful. Indiana now, on the other hand. Great. There's nothing out there that anybody wants to be a part of. I think he okay. meant the, the, the game. <laughs> no, he said the rest of them are in Indiana. No, no, no. There's four more games here in Cincinnati and then another tournament in Indiana. Oh, just one. It's a whole mm-hmm. weekend, though. It's bring, holiday, bring your, it's bring your antenna extender. Don't make those? No. <laughs> Read an article. I thought. Are you watching game? Save it on your on your DVR. And I was going to, and then ESPN and then Plus has has the vast majority of them. Yeah. Look, if we're going to be honest, before the oil change tonight, I was going to rewatch the game, but then Parker asked if he could go practice up at the soccer field, so I took him up there to practice. Oh, the Ed oil change. Yeah, that's gets you every up. time. You guys want to hear what happened? Nope. No. You, you've got a minute later on that you can talk about that. We're talking about Indiana and Cincinnati and how Indiana, every, all their writers apparently thought that like Nippert held like five people and no one was going to show up to watch the Bearcats. And it's a strange and wonderful thing that the, the UC was even able to sell out. And it was only because they were playing a Big Ten opponent. I did see somebody had their Apple Watch out and had the decibel readers up in the upper deck. Um, in the sun side, not in not in the uh, press box side, but they were 111? showing 100, 111 on their Apple Watch. Is yeah. that possible on the Apple phone? Like, do you, or do you can just have a watch for, only for that? Uh, I think only the watch. I think it's the watch. measures decibels. Uh, I don't know if the phone can do I that. I think it's the watch only. But it was in fact the start that we've been missing. Uh, yeah, that we've all you know been begging for wanted which was and I, I know chad brought it up last week um that not that that's not starting slow doesn't necessarily mean that they need to go into the half up 38 to 10 uh no, it's just nice it, when you do i think he actually made the the point of the comment that they could go into the half up 10 to 3 and we would all be happy with that like you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot and end up in a hole or you know you which- don't want to kind of happened only because the third quarter was so weird strange but before that getting like getting to the half i don't think you can ask for anything more than that the no, offense you had a, was record setting first half the the offense was was opened up um in the first yeah. quarter was 10 3 so there you go there it um, is. i mean I, I, i'm Pretty certain you said going into the into the half that you would be okay with it being ten to three before the game, like before, like that was your not starting slow doesn't necessarily mean having to come out like gangbusters. Um, but that, I very very happy. Obviously, I think everyone was with the way that it started, and they seemed to be clicking on all cylinders. Uh, and then they went they went into fair. I will take your word for it. Yeah, the uh, student section was so. What happy. Jeff is trying to say is that 
is that Chad said it was in the first quarter, and Jeff is responding fair. He'll take his word for it. Because, again, this is a visual and audio show. And now there's nothing because... I'm so happy. With Ed's all doubling up on the same joke. Um, what I did hear... Then though, they went, into, said, okay, they went right. into half. They went into the half. 38-10. What, what, Ed? What did you and, hear? Again, I got to listen to a little bit of the game uh, before one of our soccer games started, and I did see that Pace was lighting him up on defense, and I guess that's why he was Defensive Player of the Week this week. It was really nice to hear. Great. So they went into the half up 38-10. to And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ed, he had 15 sa- or tackles. You, I heard he, I heard he did okay. He, I mean, anyway, he was defensive player of the conference. He was really good, and he got yeah, another that, one today. Those another were points one. that you could have brought up, though. Not, <laughs> they said he was doing good, so I guess that's. You said it's good to hear. <laughs> oh, but you are one. Off. You are one of a kind. Fifteen total tackles, seven True. solo, two and a half sacks, four and a half tackles for loss, three quarterback hurries. I mean, it's been it's been brought up ad nauseum that you know we thought maybe he'd be good. Obviously, he's a Mac defensive player of the year coming in. We thought. He, but did anybody think he would, you know, be this good? Did anybody think that Ed would change your name? Nope. <laughs> You're on the video. So uh, that and that's great. Good thing we can't get monetized here. Um, we got. Uh... You know what, Ed? I'm about to remove you from the show. <laughs> I I'm just saying, like. Ivan had he's he's had an amazing season thus far. He has been everywhere at any given point. Last night we heard Ryan Royer compare him to a combination of Jarrell White and uh Perry. Um the previous two middle linebackers before uh last last year. Yeah. Um huh. It's uh, it's otherworldly the things that he's doing, mm-hmm. like his his ability, and, and I think really like he, he talked about it after the game that like he's always been undersized or like the underdog or whatever, and, and he leverages his ability to slip through the line, and then his unreal speed and, and the strength that he has to make these. I mean, seriously, fifteen tackles. He's. And I, I I keep saying this. I'd be curious when the staff goes back and watches everything, like if they tally what they see and if it's different than what the people up in the box actually heard and saw and tallied as the official count. I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if their numbers just saying, are low. I, I feel like he's in like on every – I feel like he's literally in on every single play. Yeah. You look up at whoever's getting up off whatever pile there is, and there's always zero. Always. 
I don't know that I've ever seen. We we talked about this last night. I think. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen a more instinctual player for Cincinnati, ever, including Sauce. Ooh, that's an interesting comparison. He's everywhere. Obviously, Sauce is is in a different, completely different position. Right. So it's it's hard to show off instinctual because he was always at the ball and and to the point where they weren't even throwing him the ball. Anymore. I, I was just say he wasn't always at the ball because they would be like, never mind. Like let's just. I mean, we there were teams that were literally admitting to like putting some scrub out there. Like we're not going to throw that way anyway. Who cares who we put over there? It's it's kind of comparing apples to oranges, but just. I see what you're saying though. Like he's he's everywhere. It's, I mean, through these first couple games, yeah, absolutely bananas. This and I don't the, the things that he's doing. I, I don't see honestly. I, I don't see any any team left on on the uh, the schedule where where he's not going to be able to do what he wants to do kind of at will. You're right, Jason. Royer did bring up a great point last night. Uh, he must feel great playing 35 pounds lighter and flying around like a missile because Brady has him morphed into physically a dude that he has never been able to be. Miami did not have him at this weight. Yeah. I mean, he also has some awesome face paint schemes. He says he, he said that in the post game presser yeah. that he's, he's been working on changing it every week, just trying to get more and more like gnarly, I guess like, I don't, I don't know what that means, Kathy. No. She's obviously unhappy with your... Who knows? Because I feel like generally she's watching and it's at times like five, ten minutes behind, so I'm not mm. sure what that's in but, reference to. But, but a, a, as we talk about <laughs> Ivan Pace, and we've talked about him a lot, and he gets he gets a lot of, of time from the BCJ network, um, there are a couple other guys who have stepped up pretty big. You've got uh, Eric Phillips stepped up in in place of Malik Van, mm-hmm. and you've got a, a brand new young guy out there, and Dante Corleone, who uh, Tim Adams tweeted out a a video that I totally missed, um, asking what the opposite of a pancake is. So for the defensive that. line, and there were there were a couple. There he literally. So obviously, like bull rushes the offensive line, uh, but then the offensive lineman he folds him in half, <laughs> right in front of backwards. Yeah, yeah, folds him in half backwards. Um, and there, there was a couple like thoughts, like somebody wanted to call it a, a flapjack. That's what I. That's what we we talked about this on the nightcap actually, and I I suggested flapjack, not having seen any of these comments, yeah, um, just, only the video, and as an originator. What? I said Aaron's an originator. I hadn't I hadn't seen it, but yeah. Chad said that the, the best that he saw was from Coach Minich. Yes. And it was cow tipping. Yeah. Because he like said if it if it's a if it's a bull rush, then I guess this is cow tipping. Did you also see what he said about uh how he ate Skyline back in the day? Yeah, the Godfather. Uh if so I guess. Become yeah. a big thing, yeah. 
the chili I, I didn't dose know about with like that French until, chili dose right. with like French fries on it and stuff. I know that's like, right. So what Crystal was it? Aaron, like 12, 12 conies or something crazy? No, it's right here. It, it was uh, he got. Ed, don't you watch? Like, or maybe Garrett Campbell said he ate twelve conies. He said he got on the regular seven Schlitos with French fries in them, a string cheese, and on the side he would have three way and some chili fries right after his games. Justin wrote a whole article and that was included in it. I was just reading it. Chris two... Lepore had two Godfathers today. No, he did, no, no, he no, he did not. He, he, he did. Look at the tweet. He did. Look, 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 look. He had look. two Chilitos with fries in it. The Godfather is when you order seven Chilitos with fries. See? And mm. the whole order. The whole order is the Godfather. I, I don't he had know. he had two Godfather. I, I, he had two Godfather Chilitos. That's it. You're, so you're saying the whole order. So like if you go in and say, I want the Godfather, then you're getting seven Chilitos and the, the, chili, the, cheese the, fries, the chili cheese fries the, and the everything. Five way on the side or four way or whatever, which way As opposed to like, as opposed to like just the, the one Chilito that, and the that, string that's cheese like and that the fries. style Chilito is yes. not the Godfather. Yes. I'm, I'm tweeting Chris Laporte right now to ask him if he was come on and dispute you on that. I mean, I could text him. Ed got big leaked. Moving on. I bet you I could eat it. No but shot. if we go if we go to the second half, no now, since we've since we've beat the the rest of the thing, I mean everything else into the the ground Chad here. God, I'm so like <laughs> I'm just I'm totally thrown off right now. Um, Every this whole show is yeah. Ed, you can't not miss you. You can't miss the beginning of a show again. Can I tell you what happened? I would have been on. I would have been on time. Please, you know. Go ahead. Alarms, alarms be damned. Yeah, go ahead. Let's I hear mean, we it real got quick. 40, we got 40 seconds left of this, so go ahead. Well, just go ahead. Go ahead, Ed. Okay. No, we, I want to hear how you get on this. Nine? No one can hear you because the alarm was still going off. No, it wasn't. I actually left there. At, no, it was at 8.30. I left there at 8.30, and I got home. And I was gonna. I was probably. I was gonna be online probably about nine o'clock, and then I, uh, I opened up the back seat of my truck to get my book, my book bag out. Stephen, I'm glad you're here because you're one of the funniest people that I see week in and week out on the BBP. Go on, Ed. Stephen, I will. I'll do it. Um. Anyways, I go to the back seat of my truck to get my backpack out, and what? That comment. Ed, you keep waking up Steve's dog. He's gonna stop coming into the show because you keep waking up his dog. You turn the sound back up. I turned it down to thirty-five. Anyways, I went into the back seat of my truck to get my uh to get my backpack out. There was a full bottle of coolant and a brand new uh, oil filter sitting back there. Okay, so how did that make you late? Well, if you would get an oil change and a coolant flush and you open up the back seat of your truck and find out a whole bottle of brand new coolant and a brand new oil filter back there, would you get some sort of thoughts in your head like, ah, oh, shit, they didn't replace it? No. And I would think that maybe they just left them back there and they were the, maybe they weren't the right ones. Maybe. One, time I, one, one time I went to get my oil change and they left a battery like like the the what jumps your battery the the jump starter yeah that 
Uh, Clearly, I'm not a car person. Uh, they, was left, a, they left that in the back seat of my car, and I, I totally hijacked the shit out of that. There was a guy that we went to high school with who, in high school, would tell me all the time how he would forget to put oil in the car because he worked at an oil change place. He would, forget to, he would forget to put oil back in the car, and people would come back like, hey, there's no oil in my car, and stuff like that. So I thought, in my head, crap, they didn't replace the coolant. They drained it, didn't replace it, and they didn't put the new oil filter on and I'm driving around with no oil filter and no coolant. So I had to call them and uh, spend 30 minutes on the phone trying to uh, verify that everything was, was taken care of and that my truck wasn't going to blow up. Well, maybe they left you the oil filter to tell you that you should change your own oil. Like a real man. Hey, Aaron, when's the last time you changed your own oil? Mm, not Never. I've not never changed my own oil, too, but great. Jeff has control of this stuff now. Uh, Cincinnati plays Tulsa this week. They have to do what to win this game against a team that has traditionally been a thorn in their side against a team that over the course of the last several seasons has run the ball a lot against them. And this year they're throwing the ball a lot. Are they going to come out and play smash mouth football again against Cincinnati? Or are they going to try and pass the ball against a, I don't, can you call this secondary well-tested at this point? They did play Indiana 75 pass plays they only got the ball off 66 times, but Indiana is maybe not the best team at passing the ball. No, Indiana is awful. Ed, Ed, what you got? Go ahead, Jeff. You want to say something? <laughs> I was just saying Indiana is awful. Um, I also think that, I mean, tol- I guess it's going to depend on Davis Brin. Is he? Oh, Ed left. Is Davis Brin going to be healthy? Um, do we know that yet? Has anything come of that? I mean, obviously, there's not like weekly injury report kind of things that are going to I don't know. Filter I don't, out. Um, I don't. I don't Twitter search or Google yeah. search for Tulsa. Tulsa ever. Um, yeah. No. Even uh, during Tulsa week, I, I I just don't care enough. I I, I think maybe that's uh, on me. Keelon Stokes is what like one of the the top receivers yard, yardage wise in the yeah. in the nation. And he's, um, he's, I think he's got about five, five touchdowns. And he's got 507 total yards thus far. He's good. Yeah. No um, doubt about that. But again, this is a team that traditionally <laughs> will run the ball at you yeah. when they well, play Cincinnati. Look, I, I think we've got to the point where we have seen what UC is capable of, what they can do. I said it on on the brunch that if this team can put together uh, a, a full game, I don't see many teams in the country. I mean, obviously there's some, you've got your like super elites right now that are just unreal. Um, that, you know, I'm not going to kid myself and say UC is going to, could go down to Athens and, and beat Georgia right now. Um, although Kent State, Gave them a run for their money, so I don't know. Uh, I guess any given Saturday. But I don't see anybody that is going to be able to do enough 
to catch up to the offense now that it seems like they are really firing on all cylinders. Like, I, I don't even... You're not going to be able to run the ball effectively enough to outscore a team that can drop a 75-yard pass whenever they want. And I really feel like UC can do that when they're ultra-aggressive. Dave and I talked about it. They, they are their best when they're ultra-aggressive. As long as UC doesn't go into a shell at some point, like they seemingly did, they, and Luke made mention of it in this press conference, that the, the head coach can't put handcuffs on guys. Um, and, I, and we all know he's not a guy that's going to go out there and run the score up to like, you know, 77 points or something crazy. Um, no. Obviously, unless the unless for some reason their defense is giving up points left and right, and then and you oh. have to do that to win the game. So here's a question for you then, Jeff, is because they beat Indiana in the way that they did where you were up 38-10 and it became a game far too late in the game, again, to where Indiana was within a play or two of, of making this something to be very concerned about. Um, I, I think it's a good loss and, and maybe I'm wrong, but I, I think it's a good, not loss, but a, a good win to, to put yourself in that position where you can almost lose ish. Um, but, but put yourself in a position to, to where you almost put yourself back into a game again and maybe they learn from that and how to close out games, both as a staff and as players, yeah. knowing that you can't just sit on your laurels in a game and you have to just go out it. there and, and do the damn thing. I mean, D Dave and I talked about it, like, and, and Dave Dave's exact words were, this team is at its best when it's ultra aggressive. And I, I mean, there's, there's nowhere in that statement that I want to disagree. Um, it's, pretty obvious at this point that when they are kind of that let it fly that's funny when they Ed put the score to the FC Cincinnati matchup I guess FC's playing out in Seattle so it's one to nothing right now great FC's winning um, it'll come back it'll be yeah. mid um, but back to what I'm talking about with, with UC I, I just don't see a team choosing to run the ball and hanging with this offense whenever they're doing what they do best, which is let the receivers go. Um, and if look, here's the thing: if, if for some reason there are some D backs that can cover our wide receivers, which I would be interested to see, um, you, you've got two NFL tight ends. I would like to see them incorporated a little more. Well, I mean, that was probably my biggest gripe with last season, and I, I probably. Honestly, let's let's all the way back to last season. If we're doing this, maybe why Josh Wiley didn't go pro is because he didn't get the ball enough. And I feel like that's Fair. happening all over again. Yeah, I, and I don't know. I don't know what the the reasoning is behind that. Obviously, like we're not. We always say it like we're not in these coaching meetings. We're not in game prep. We're not in in any of these uh, situations where, you know, we're privy to that information. Sure. Um, but it, it's also one of those things. It's like they have so many weapons. You know, at some point, I guess, you know, like Something's somebody's going to be the odd yeah. man out on it. Like, you, I just don't understand why it's 
the tight end time after time. Hello, Chad. Josh Riley didn't go pro because he broke his foot on the final drive of the Cotton Bowl. You don't think it had anything to do with the fact that he didn't get the ball nearly enough last season? Let me try to say it again because apparently you didn't understand what I said the first Chad, time. Let, let, Chad, let me say, let me, let me say it Josh for you. Josh Wiley didn't go pro because he broke his foot on the last drive of the Cotton Bowl. Like, that's what stopped him from doing that. You don't think that they've underutilized the tight end I, position? I'm not saying that. I'm saying okay. Josh Wiley didn't go pro because he broke his foot on the final drive of the Cotton Bowl. You also hope to put yourself in a better position to make better money, obviously. But like, There's some other things that go into that decision. He couldn't work out I understand. for NFL teams. He couldn't participate in the pre-draft process because he was hurt. I mean, there's other people who also were injured that got drafted. There were. Aaron, Josh Wiley did not go pro because he broke his foot on the final drive of the Cotton Bowl. I I don't know what else. Like, uh, you can speculate and, 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 you know, do the shit that I hate all you want. But when I tell you the answer, respect the answer. He was going to go pro. He was going to go to the draft, but he broke his foot at the end of the Cotton Bowl. So he decided to come back for a year so that when he does go pro, he can have a chance to to elevate and control his draft stock. Steve is saying that he actually he, he heard uh, from a source that Josh didn't go pro because he broke his foot in the last drive of the Cotton Bowl. I've heard something similar. Yeah, so I thought. Yeah, to my source, I've heard, I said. I've heard something similar. And I think he Aaron didn't quit. say anything about hearing it from a source. No, but I'm just saying that's what my sources say. Ed sources me. Oh, true. That's it. I know Aaron gets his feelings hurt. Like it's okay. That way I understand. He quit. That's why I quit. But like I, I, you know, if you want the answer to a question, and I have the answer to the question, <laughs> Jamison still got drafted in the first round. Like it's good for him. What does that have to do with Josh Wiley's decision? I'm saying I'm. I'm sure there are other factors that went into it, like the team being competitive again, as in. They didn't know that the team would be competitive again. I think we knew this team. That's a hell of a risk. I think we knew Coming back with no Dez? I think we knew to this a, team. To a team that lost nine draft picks? I think we knew this team was going to be competitive again. I think if he felt comfortable in what was going to happen in the draft and wasn't injured, he would have been in the draft. Chad, do you have any thoughts on Cincinnati and Tulsa? What Tulsa can do to, because uh, Ed hasn't watched or read anything, so you can you'll fill get, in for Ed right now. You'll, you'll get Chad's opinion tomorrow night in the preview for Tulsa. 
That's what we do on Wednesday night, Jeff. On Sundays, you and Dave <laughs> recap the game before. And then on Wednesday, or the recap what happened like on Saturday. And then on Wednesdays, me and Dave look ahead to uh, to the, 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 the following. Okay, that's game. fair. I was just going to give you an opportunity to maybe drop a nugget. I, I don't like Tulsa. I, I didn't get to go to the. Everyone the, has uh, blocked him. I heard that. Yes, yeah. No, I know. I know. I know. Chan said he just doesn't know. Like a long time ago, at some venture of conversation we had, that he just doesn't go go to Tulsa for any reason. Why would you go to Tulsa for anything? Oh, for anything. No. Like if you were picking, and Tulsa Tulsa's not a major city, but it's like a. It's like a you know a decently. It's what like the is it the biggest city in Oklahoma? Oklahoma City is probably the biggest. Okay, city they would, okay. So this, it's the second biggest city in a state. Which, like name which one's the, the second biggest city in a state you would go is, to. Is less Tulsa than the capital? It might be. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's the capital. I don't really care either way. But like, why would anybody go to Tulsa? Uh, the capital is actually Oklahoma City. Is it? Yeah. That feels like one of those answers that mess you up when you're in like middle school because you're like, it can't be Oklahoma. Like that's easy. It can't be Oklahoma City. It's got to be Tulsa. It does name another appear. city. Chad, name another I need you, city. I, I need you to settle an argument that's happening on Twitter right now, Chad. Lapore claims he ordered the Godfather. He didn't actually order the Godfather, right? He ordered the Godfather Chilito. Which is different than The Godfather. Send him an invite. Are we doing this? Yeah. Well, while that's going on, uh, <laughs> Tulsa is, in fact, the second largest city in Oklahoma. I'm forwarding this email. Like, name another... Like Now, Pillar. Okay, you go to, like, Louisville or Lexington before you go to Tulsa. I might go to the second biggest city in Alaska before I would go to Tulsa. Is that Juneau? I think so. Like Anchorage is is number one, right? So Lexington's the second biggest city in. Yeah, I would go to Lexington before I would go to. I I would go I would go to like Owensboro or Elizabethtown, maybe even Paducah. That's way down. Fairbanks. Fairbanks is the second biggest city. Uh, Juneau is the third biggest city. Only by a thousand people, but yeah. Ooh, here you go. Would you go to the second largest city in Ohio before you would go to Tulsa? What's the second largest city in Ohio? Columbus. Cleveland. Cleveland. Hmm. Yeah. We we'll go to Cleveland. Why would I go to Tulsa? Would you go what to is there to what? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's a good point. All right. Seriously, why? Why would? What is there to do? I would go to the second largest city in Nebraska before I would go to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Nebraska. Lapore says he's going to bed. They have morning practice. I tried to to guilt him. I said five okay, minutes. That's... You you can't respond, and then. Lincoln, Nebraska is is the second largest city in Nebraska. Okay. As we get off of that, he can blow this whole thing up. 
I don't think Tulsa can do much of anything to beat UC outside of a total colossal mess. I, I would like so what they have done is not what they're doing. They're really gonna run the ball 60 times when they've been no. Maybe the team that has thrown the ball more than anybody in the country. Well, oh, there's no way they've thrown the ball more than Indiana. I think they have. Not according to pass attempts on the. Uh, okay, what what's pass? How where are they at in pass attempts? It's probably close, but uh, they're right. There. I mean, they're they're throwing the ball as much as anybody in the country. Look, Connor Bazelak said they shot themselves in the foot with his yeah. like 32 he got hit in the head rate. too many times by like the 32 percent pass completion it maybe you're smu might be throwing it more they might yeah like they're right up there i don't i don't see davis Bryn with tulsa in the top 20 even after get even after getting knocked out well yeah he missed a half it doesn't matter i mean I'm looking at 202 is the top with Connor Basil. What do you mean it doesn't matter? Hang on. Hear me out. This is why it doesn't matter. 202 is number one. 202 pass attempts. Number one, Connor Basilak. Number 20 is Michael Penix Jr., Gunnar Watson, and Austin Reed with 143. He wasn't going to throw it 60 more times in the second half. Are you telling me that Connor Bazelak is throwing the ball 60 more times than anyone in the country? No, number two is at 191, but number oh, okay. 20 is Michael Penix Jr., Gunnar Watson, and Austin Reed at 143. That's why it doesn't matter. He isn't cracking the top 20, and he wasn't going to throw it 60 times in the second half. That's what I mean by it doesn't matter. They're... <laughs> The quarterback came in only threw it twenty two times after he came back in. He finished like they're they're fifteenth in pass attempts. Eight or nine. He, he has a hundred. He has he. Davis they have one hundred and fifty nine pass attempts. Okay, and Davis Brin has one hundred and thirty two of those. Yeah. Eighty three for one thirty two. Lapore's in bed. I know. Fair. Well, uh, as we move on to the next small segment here. Um, Thanks, Ed. Wes Miller and recruiting. What do you got for us, Ed? I uh, actually heard and read that um, Collier is still going to his other visits in Georgia and USC. That's not Collier. That's Jizzle James. Jizzle that's what I meant to say. Jizzle James. Sorry. Um, But yeah. He's out there. So This is a question. I actually, when I read that and I saw that people were getting kind of upset about it, I wanted to bring this question up to you guys. So I did prepare for this segment a little bit. If um, West does not get Collier or Jizzle James, do you guys look at that as a failure or do you look at that as progression? Preach. <laughs> He just leave? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. No, because I'm I'm trying to prepare the Bearcat fans in case this doesn't happen. Like I look at it as progression. I look at it as Wes is not afraid to go out there and get these number four and try to get these number four, number five guys, where in the past we haven't seen that, right? In the past we haven't we've stuck with the threes and we talked about last week that Mick kind of liked his own st- style of guy. You mean but, four and five star, not number four and number five. Yeah, four and five star, whatever, Aaron. 
No, that's a big difference between. Oh, no, I don't need to say yeah. the number four, like, number five I, guy in the country. I was, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I was just clarifying. Number one through no, five. One through five, please. Anyone else? <laughs> well, what I'm Silly. saying is, I still believe in West, and West I trust, and I still think he's going to get these guys. But if he doesn't, right? If he doesn't, then do you look at it as a failure or do you look at it as progression? The whole thing has clearly been progression. I mean, we're not settling for three stars that we want to try and groom to be better players. Yeah, we want to right. start off. It's the same thing that football is doing. Football was taking these two and threes and moving them up. I don't think that was a compliment. I think that was tongue in cheek. No, uh, I think that was a compliment. I'm taking it as a compliment. Sure. Um, but that's back. He disagrees. So I got a response from Lapore. <laughs> <laughs> I explained to him what the Godfather was: seven chili French fries, a large five-way, and a string uh, cheese. Order a chili cheese fries. I left cheese. out the string cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "Wow!" So I got the kids' menu Godfather, and I yeah. said, "Right." And he called it the Godchild. So now. A Cholito with French fries is now referred to as the Godchild. Is the Godchild? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna order one tomorrow. I'm here for that. Okay, I'm here for it too. Hey, congratulations, Lapore! You just named a new. You, you have your own uh, meal at Skyline. No, if you reach out to Skyline. We might be able to put it's, on the still, menu. It's still Corleone's meal. He just gave it. A, it's modified, and and it's not modified it's at not, all. I mean, it's it, literally just, exactly it's the only same a portion thing. of it. Yeah, he just ordered one-tenth of the meal. Or two-tenths of the meal, I guess, depending <laughs> on how you look don't, at it. Don't he ask me to do it. two-tenths of the meal. God, children all around. Now we've got content. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. No, that did piss me off. Why even bring it? Like, why even speak that into existence? Ed? Because if it in, doesn't why happen, it why put it into the? Why put it into the world? I don't like it, Ed. Because I'm just trying to prepare myself for all situations. We're, we're not here for your negativity. Well, what what happens if Joe Burrow tears his ACL again against the Dolphins on Thursday? Wow, well, way to go! Yeah, get, get Chad out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. DFA. When when you go to a restaurant or somewhere, do you like to sit with your back to the wall and looking at the door, yes. or do you like to have your back to the door? Because I like to have my back to the wall, looking at the door in case some shit goes down. Not all of us. Have I'm not saying shit's gonna go down, but in case some shit goes down. I've never once thought out in my life, Ed. What kind of fucking restaurants are you going to? Ed also carrying conceals, so. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey thanks t okay we've gone well <laughs> off the rails here um all right let's just i forgot on. to hit it's start a, on this it's segment. obviously progression we talked a whole lot about uh west miller and recruiting last week we even had special guest chad brendel uh come in and and drop some knowledge on us during that segment so if you care about it go back listen to that episode skip forward uh it looks like uh that's going to wrap that part up because 
It's just all bad. I just wanted the only reason I even put that in there was just to talk about the two kids being on campus and the fact that I was literally walking past Edger and James in the basketball uh, tailgate area. Did you guys ever? Did you see any of the 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 fatheads that were made? No, I couldn't. They were on. Yeah, they were on the screen like fifty times. I could not see them from the. Well done, Boston. Well done. From the from the box, I couldn't see them. So they They weren't like student section. They weren't super huge ones, right? No, they were like the size of my head, which is really big. Um, they were light size. Self-deprecation might be yeah. the best joke ever. Did you get a new light in your room? Oh, in your yeah. office? I'm Ed doesn't watch anything. anything. No, I, I noticed it. I noticed he doesn't it. read anything. He doesn't watch anything. He I noticed read. it last he, night. I just or I noticed it during one of the uh, nightcaps. I just I didn't have a chance to ask you. So they they now. But... You know that one has to be turned up a little bit. So they now make these floor lamps. Yeah. That are actually ring, ring lights. lights. Yeah. So I have one of those them. here, and then I have another one over here. So I bet you Reagan has one of those. Pristine. I bet you Reagan has one of those. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I'm like hey, T. I'm like I'm like Barney Fife. They put they they take the bullets away from me. They only give me the gun, and and, and the, <laughs> the, and the his wife has the bullets in her purse. She's yeah, in her purse. Yeah, I have to ask for them, and she says no. Yeah, along with my nuts. Go ahead. Zach Campbell sucks. <laughs> Is that he, it? Is that the whole thing? He bought a whole section. In the Toronto Blue Jays stadium for last night's game, so he could be in where the spray chart said that Aaron Judge's home run should have gone. Look, I hope some Canadian American, I don't really care who does it, but somebody at as he's at the wall trying to catch his home run just pushes him over the wall. I think that would be the best. Aaron, did you did you look into that tweet? No. He responded. Think- he didn't do that. Okay. Whatever, who cares? He he has put himself in a situation where that's very believable. Agent Are you zero. up on this next one, Ed? This one's this one's me. What did Aaron Rodgers see on the jumbotron? I've been searching the internet trying to see if if I could find it, but he apparently saw a play on the jumbotron and taught it to his uh, defensive coordinators, and that apparently won them the game. Look, once you've done ayahuasca, you see some crazy shit. That's a good point. Ayahuasca is probably part of it. Crystal Have Ford you guys just texted seen... me that he had two godchildren today, and they were amazing. <laughs> have you guys seen that they have uh, repainted the Paycor Stadium field with uh, the black and white for, obviously, the white tiger <laughs> uniform that will be out there on Thursday? The end zones, if they don't touch them up, will are going to be awful. They look they, they look terrible. Terrible. You don't like them? I I look. They're they going to look different re- under the lights. Well, right now, as they appeared in a in a very good camera picture, they look awful. They look terrible. They looked they looked it's, very it's much because they sprayed the they sprayed the white over the orange. But they yeah, because, like because that's it. that's field turf. That's 
static, right? Though that's the color of the turf. That's Orange? not painted, right? I have no idea. Uh, I think when, when that could be the issue. Turf, that could be the issue. Turf, that's not painted. That is the color of the turf. The orange portion? Yeah, I believe so. So it's not idea. it's not it's not like all green and then they go paint it? No, 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 no. When you so do field the turf, orange. they make that like you know how you do the blue turf and the orange yeah. turf like yeah. I believe the end zones are so I could be wrong there. I don't well, know. I don't cover the base. I guess I guess my question would be like when when Dallas did that the, looks awesome. What looks wrong with that? Go to the not, end zone picture. picture. Okay. That's I don't think it looks bad. You can oh, touch orange. it up a little bit. Like a little bit of orange here on the outside. You in got the middle. It come looks on. like grayish. You guys are nitpicky as shit. Yeah, well, come I'm on, gonna guys. Be, I'm going to be nitpicky. And maybe they left it there because it runs into the line. Well, they also. I feel like they also wanted to know where to paint again, even though you just paint over the white. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I have a feel this, this should go off without a hitch. I would assume, but it's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine, guys. Chat. So, are you telling me that when Dallas redoes their end zones for like the Cotton Bowl, and well, has... that's different. They they use actual grass in Dallas, don't they? Yeah, that, no, that's a dome. Is it? I, I don't yeah. think that's. I don't I think that's. That, does that it's s- not a sliding not dome? Slide out like in Arizona, where they slide the grass out. That wasn't the, real grass. There's a giant TV. In the middle of the field. That shit doesn't open. No, 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 no. In Arizona and in Las Vegas, they slide. The, yeah, the those, grass is on those, a tray. Arizona but, had major problems with that. But Las Vegas, from what I understand. Or Las Vegas on, had major problems with that. They, they play on field turf. The NFL team plays on field turf. Like one of the teams that play, they, they play on field turf. They were swapping it out. Las Vegas yeah, shouldn't they, because they have water issues anyway. Like, what are you doing sliding anything anywhere where it's not going to get sun and rain in a place that already struggles with rain? Okay, so Dallas is a, is a turf. It's it's Matrix turf. Yeah, I've been on that turf. Here's the thing. I actually know a guy whose company provides the – it must be turf. He They provide the turf for Paul Brown Stadium and for well, – I'm sorry, Paycor Stadium and well, the, yes, and the new turf. practice That's now. not the question. The question is, are the – End zones part of the turf, or are they green and then, and then painted, painted over? Oh. I don't think they've ever changed those before, so that would lead me to believe that they're static color, static like that. That's just part of the turf. Do you that remember when they started when the, the the field turf was was put in? Do you remember when they um were first starting to put the turf down at the practice facility, and there are people uh, aerial pictures? And they didn't have anything in the end zone yet, so I, I think it's painted. I think Ch- I think Chad's right. All right, moving on. What if they brought out one of the white Bengal tigers? Is it my turn? I guess. Okay. Uh, deer at Nikki Smokes with two E's. Try that shit in Cincinnati. See what happens. Oh, this is me again. Uh, please tell me the kid in the bubble at the Ohio State University game was a Bearcat fan. <laughs> that's pretty funny brutus got rocked he got he double got, rocked and the whole time i'm thinking that guy intentionally did that and he is not an ohio state fan and i need to know who he's a fan of kudos excellent way to go thank you and then aaron are you doing this i don't have the deep dive that i wanted to do because the baby was cranky so you want to skip this or you nope want to i still want to do this 
Turning like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum! You are a bum! You're a bum! And that's all you'll ever be! A bum! Well, that hurts, man. Ben Baby is the worst. I don't know what has happened to him since he has been in Cincinnati, but something's off with that dude. First and foremost, the first day it's under 70 degrees, a bubble coat, a bubble coat to practice. What are we doing here? I don't understand it. I can't wrap my mind around it. It hurts to even think about wearing a bubble coat when it's like 68 degrees. That's where, not cold. Where did you come from, man? Like, even in California, I, I don't know that they're wearing bubble coats when it's 68 degrees. Florida, maybe, maybe, because it's like 102 degrees in August, but with humidity. Uh, that said, he had a tweet, and I'm, I'm filibustering for myself as I look for said tweet even though I told Ed to have it at the ready because I was going to be doing this and he's the best producer in the city. Uh, that tweet never got to me. It uh, was literally in our group chat. But I found it. He said, I'm still trying to process the hits from Jets safety, Jordan Whitehead, and Bengals safety, Jesse Bates. If you're going to be mad at one, got to be mad at both, in my opinion. Let's break those two heads down. You didn't even have the Jets player as the correct player. Yeah, there the is player. that. It was, it was uh, Joiner. Joiner, yeah. Um, in any case, Jesse Bates hits a guy who's catching the ball with his shoulder into his ribs so hard, in fact, that he did had to. He, he did have to leave the game. Came back. He was okay. Joiner hit. T. Higgins with the crown of his helmet into the side of his into the side of T. Higgins' helmet. One of these two things is not like the other. One is a shoulder into the midsection of a player who's jumping to catch a ball. One of these players is catching the ball towards the ground, on the ground, gets rocked in the side of the head by another player. These aren't the same. You how are you how are you covering this team and getting paid to do so? This isn't the first time that your takes have sucked. It won't be the last time that your takes have sucked. Clearly, you hate being in Cincinnati as much as somebody else who left to go to the ringer. But be better, Ben Baby. He stinks. Ben Baby? Yeah. Yeah. He like, hates being here. He hates he stinks. being here. It's not the first time people have called him out. It's not going to be the last time people have called him out. I mean, stinks. I just don't know how the Enquirer can't find someone who can appreciate being in this city more than this guy clearly it's like he's scraping the bottom of the barrel and has, can't figure out where else he's where else he can go I, I don't understand you're covering a team that just went to the super bowl 
You wouldn't know it by his tweets. I I've got like I I don't often call people out, especially other media people I, out for for this type of stuff. But I, I called him out. I, I I retweeted him the other I, day. Can I can I can I ask like a legitimate question? I think the out of towners are intimidated by the regulars on this beat. Paul, skinny, like the guys that have been really good doing this for a long time. Kind of ship him to Lubbock. Exactly. He's from Texas. He's from Dallas, I think. I retweeted Ben Baby the other day when he had some trash take about something that he had no business speaking on, and it was having to do with Cincinnati men's basketball. Yeah. Like, what are you uh, even doing involved in that conversation when you have you're you're speaking out of pocket? But like, he's got no chance to be better than Paul Damon. He's got no chance of a career past his current contract in Cincinnati. I mean. ESPN, I'm sure he feels like that gives him some like juice, but nobody respects him. Not anybody reading him. Paul, Jay, Jeff Hobson, Richard Skinner. Jay's not even in the city, and he's doing a better job than Ben Baby. And Jay's had some suspect tweets as well, but <clears throat> Jay Morrison. Yeah, he's had he's had some suspect opinions. Yeah, I mean, you can't like. He's gonna have opinions. That that's how this works. That's fine. Don't have to agree with them. Nobody said you have to agree with them. You think people agree with all your opinions? No. You think a chunk play doesn't include any play at fifteen yards? It's eighty, it's 80 plus yards for Aaron. <laughs> yeah. If they don't have eight plays over sixty-three yards, I'm furious. Ed, did you watch wrestling this week? Then get us out of here. You're on mute, You're on mute. dumbass. That's okay. part of the punctuation. We're out of here. See ya. <laughs>